the world we live in has become a crazy place. Poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth. We keep calling on government to save us with new programs, and we now have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. Keep seeking the answer to poverty through government, and the problem will continue to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, not in Washington or any state's capital. The long-term success of our country will come through our children if we teach them perseverance, humility, honor, character, hope, and love. And love will lead to action. This is The Mickey Allison Show. How we raise our children today will be our legacy for good or evil. Let's change the world. Now, here is Mickey Ellison. Hello and welcome to the Mickey Ellison Show. I am Mickey Ellison and we are coming up on what could be the, the final month of this show aired on Voice America and, and that's okay. Um, I remember back in, in, I guess it was no, October, November of 2013 when I first got a phone call from Nathan Jett about doing the show and um, you know, I, I really didn't – it sounded kind of cool. I'd always been into talk radio a little bit. Um, maybe there was a little part of me that uh, that wanted to uh, uh, see if we could make it big in radio. But in, in the end, um, it's not really what, it, what it's all about, what has, has come to pass. And I remember the conversation with, with Nathan – and a lot of it, we talked for like an hour and a half, and, and I don't know if, uh, if that uh, – exactly what was said. Um, I think it was – initially, I'd had some experience here in Wichita on, on radio and had done a couple of shows about the financial planning industry or, or financial planning shows and um, a little bit of time on a local show that, that just recently ended um, back in – I think it was May. But – one of the things that, that Nathan and I talked a lot about and, and what I guess the, the, the thing that got me to go ahead and try this was when, when Nathan came out and said after talking for an hour and a half, two hours, um, Mickey, if you'll if you do what you've done for the last hour and a half or two hours, people will listen. Um, I don't know if that's been the case, and frankly, I don't know if I've done a good job of doing what I did with Nathan in that hour and a half talking what he called common sense. And, um, you know, the last two weeks uh, of this show, um, if, if you're listening to it live today or um, going back to this, the last two weeks of, of June, we played reruns. And there were reruns. One I thought was, was appropriate because it was Tim Corbin and um, Vanderbilt was actually in the College World Series. And that was the reason I wasn't here to do the show is because we were up at, in Omaha watching the World Series. My mom and dad came to town. And um, last week they were uh, – no, the first week we were picking them up at the airport. i take that back. The second week we were actually in Omaha. And, you know, it, it, over the last two weeks, um, things have gotten a little out of control. And um, it actually it, – it frightens me. It scares me a little bit. So today what I'm going to attempt to do is that common sense talk that – um, Nathan and I had, um, you know, and, and I will talk a little bit about one of the things my mom said to when she was here, and I, I don't know if we'll get to it all in the next uh, in the next hour of the show, but you know, over the next five weeks we will. Um, I wrote the the show description. It, it goes in and it, and it writes. It says recently we witnessed pure evil in Charleston, South Carolina. 
when Dylan Roof showed up in a, in a church and gunned down innocent people, in the first few days after the shooting, we saw the people of South Carolina come together in a way that should give us hope, especially during considering the events that have taken place in Ferguson, Missouri, and Baltimore, Maryland, a good heavens going on in the Middle East and and throughout the world where people are killing each other. For what I don't it doesn't even I can't even comprehend it. You know, people in the name of Christianity or whatever it might be, destroying other people. And in doing that, I, I said, "What you know? What has happened since is disgracefully full of hate, and the media is responsible for fomenting that hate. For what? Ratings, money, greed, pride. Uh, one, one group went as far, and I saw a friend of mine post this on Facebook. But there's a guy that actually called for the death of all white people." How is this productive? Hate gets us nowhere, guys. And one of the things I think that is going to come, that I know I know is going to come from actually having done this show, is the is what we're going to do with the Dollar Day campaign and teaching people a lot of, a lot of stuff as far as getting out of debt, but more importantly, love unconditionally. You know, I have a friend of mine that, that, that actually types up or puts this thing on the website, and I do call Brad a friend of mine, that he and I vehemently disagree with each other on, on, uh, on God and whether there's a creator or whether there's not. Now, look, neither one of us can prove it. Neither one of us can prove that there is or there isn't a God. One day we'll both know. And, you know, I look at it as if, if, if he's right. doesn't matter. I still can live a life where we're helping other people to live a better life in this life, in, in this world so that we can pass it on from generation to generation. The thing that scares me more is if he's wrong. If you don't believe in a God, and there is one, what then? What happens at that point in time? But in, in trying to get the show going, um, my, my mom asked me a question last week. And it was a it was a question. Actually, it was more it was more of a statement because I've been extremely uptight, um, been extremely stressed, and part of it has to do. She she goes, "You need to relax. Or you're going to have a heart attack." And I got to thinking about that. You know, I'm in pretty good shape. I'm forty. I'll be forty four at the end of this month. In fact, the last show we air might be the day before my birthday, and. I got to thinking, why is it I can't relax? Why is it that um, I have a hard time with it? Because a lot of it has to do with understanding some things and the inability to express to people the importance of these things and the, where we need to, to start moving. Because we have extreme, extreme hatred. People being guided by other people without stopping the thing. Let, let's go with, with the incident down in Charleston. How in the hell did that wind up being about a Confederate freaking flag? How did we get to that point where, we're, where some guy from the Black Panthers is posting on Facebook to kill all white people? And I have friends of mine that I grew up with that are posting that on, on, on the Facebook. You know... We, we sit here and we, we want to judge and we want people to, to 
listen to our point of view. Well, what the hell makes your point of view right? What the heck makes mine right? And why is it that we're going to hate someone? You know, I sit here and I, I listen to Mike Church each and every day, and I listen to a week of him talking about, well, let's go back and let, let's talk about slavery. First of all, if you're alive today and you live in America, slavery has been illegal for, what, a hundred and some years? But I'm going to talk to you in this show about the, the, the craziness of how each and every one of us are slaves, and we volunteer for it each and every day. There is no justification for slavery. There's things I don't understand. What's the guy's name? Ben Affleck, the actor, who, you know, he looks back in his past and finds out that he has slave owners in, in his past. Well, how many of us could possibly do that? How many of us could look back in the past and see that our ancestors may have been slaves? That is the thing that, that just drives me nuts. What the hell does someone a hundred years from ago have to do with you today? Look at the people that are beside you. CJ, if you actually listen to this show when posting the crap that you posted online, have I ever, ever shown you any signs of racism? Have I ever looked at you in a different way? One of my best friends, and I call him my brother to this day, is a guy named Frederick Hunter. Frederick Hunter is in Alaska. And, and I just cannot begin to understand the arguments and the going back and forth and, and, and about a stupid freaking flag. It's a flag, guys. Look, I know that it does represent some heritage because I grew up in the South. But if you have someone coming to your house that is offended by the flag, just put the damn flag up while they're there. How hard is that to do? The only reason that you would keep that up is pride. I wrote also in the in the show description that um, you know Wikipedia lists the seven deadly sins as wrath, greed, sloth, pride, lust, envy, and gluttony. Wrath, pride, and greed are the leading are, are leading these people, and if we follow them, we're going to take each other straight. To hell on earth. Stop. Think. These are the things we're going to continue to discuss on the show today. Um, I don't know how much. Can you type me or tell me, uh, Justin, how much longer we have actually in this segment? Because uh, um, I'm going to end the segment with, with a song. We've done that in the last few weeks that I've actually been live on the show. We've played some songs. But today we're going to reflect on, on, on those songs. And, and hopefully we can find a way to come together. Look, we're going to talk about slavery. We're going to talk about Greece. We're going to talk about lies. We're going to talk about evil. We're going to talk about how each and every one of us today is in a position where we may actually be slaves and we just volunteer for it. We are blind. You know, I, I think that's one of the things I, I, I struggle with when, and why I, I am uptight at this point in time because I've spent 16 years in, in an industry that – I blindly got into um, with well-meaning people that can't sit back and understand. Let, let, let's look at uh, let's, let's look at Greece. Let's look at Greece right now and what's going on over in Europe. And um, you know, we talked about slavery. These people are slaves. They actually have gone to work, put their money into a bank, and now they're being told by a dang bank that you can't take your own money out. 
And we have people in throughout the world wanting to move to what is called a cashless society. And most of us live our life without cash. We actually go around with our check cards, our credit cards, and whatever it might be. And um, we don't use we don't use cash. But there are some dangers that you cannot even imagine. Actually, most of you should be able to imagine going to a cashless society. What's going on in Greece? You don't think that crap can come here? You don't think that you can go to an ATM? Right now, you just go to an ATM to take out money out of your own account, and that ATM is not going to give you, what is it, three, four, five hundred dollars $500 a day? It's your own freaking money. It is your own money. When I, I paid to do this show, I actually had... It get rejected from my bank to pay to do this show because they would only allow a certain amount each day to be paid out coming out of a debit account. Do you have control of your money? Do I have control of our money? Are there things that you stop and, and you don't think about? Why the heck is it that that uh, you, you work all your life to, to retire at age 65? Who told you it was 65? Why that number? Why is it that... Uh, We're having this fight over what is known as common core in education. Dudes, we need to be able to read, write, spell, do a few things. We don't need to be told what to think in school. We need to be taught how to think. And unfortunately, we have gotten to a point where we don't even know how to think. This has been something that I've struggled with, and I've spent a lot of time with David Simpson recently um, talking about this. Um, We're going to go through as many things as I can get through in this show. And, and once this show is over, and I think it's probably five weeks, once the show is over in five weeks, that's when the real work starts. That's when we actually start to go out because I've kept mentioning to you this dollar a day. And we will find millions of people to do this. But more importantly, it's about the freedom. And I cannot believe – part of the reason I say I can't believe churches aren't getting involved. Well, I have, how many have I talked to? It's time to talk to every one of them and put it out there. The preachers that have been on this show, I'm going to throw it right at you. Why aren't you participating in this? But, folks, we're going to close this segment out with a song, and it's by Chris Tomlin. And I'm going to try to gather my thoughts and put this stuff in some coherent way of of discussing it in the next uh, couple of segments. But I'm going to ask Justin to play a song by uh, Chris Tomlin. It's called Amazing Grace, and um, we'll end the show with – the same song except it's going to be played in a different way it's going to be instrumental and i hope you'll take the time to think but uh um if you would uh justin would you start and play the song amazing grace my chains are gone by chris tomlin Yeah. 
TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Lots of people talk about publishing their work, but have no idea where to start. If you are one of these aspiring authors or know somebody who is, don't miss Publishing Today Radio with Athena Dean Holtz. Thought leaders, business owners, entrepreneurs, and in general, storytellers all want to get their messages in print. And that includes branding and marketing. 
Athena and her guests are here to answer your publishing questions and more. Tune in every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Ready to chat about your favorite soap operas? The daytime discussion is here with Dan J. Kroll and Soap Central Live. For the past 15 years, Dan has been dishing and discussing on SoapCentral.com. And now he's taking the talk to the airwaves of the Voice America Variety Channel. You'll go behind the scenes with the biggest stars of daytime, along with guest commentary from the Soap Central columnists. And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show. Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. And I... I, I I'm attempting and or attempted in the last uh, few minutes waiting on the the show the song to end by Chris Tomlin and um, during the break to to try to put this into a a, a more concise um, way of talking. I'm not going to talk about uh, the the idea of racism much more because if you're racist and you think somebody of a different color is 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 less than you, screw you. I mean, it, it just there's we have no use for you. We'll dust you off of our sandals. We'll move on because there's no way in tolerant. If you actually do believe that that maybe we came from Adam and Eve, I think you might wake up to the fact that means that every one of the the people that you look at that have different colors of skin came from the same ancestors. There is but one race, the human race. It isn't it, just because someone has a darker skin tone or a lighter skin tone doesn't make one better than the other. And if you think it does, shame on you. Shame on you. And if you, you know, some some people actually used the sometimes in scripture because there was slavery slavery in scripture, and it was a different time. Um, and, and there's no there's no justification for it for slavery whatsoever. None, none. And if you're out there angry at every white person in America because of slavery in the past. That I don't know, I really don't know what else to say to you other than the fact that I pray for peace on you. Pray for peace that you will no longer be enslaved by the thoughts that are in your head. And, um, you know, so let, let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about, um, I actually sent a letter uh, to, to David Simpson. I copied, who's been on the show, um, and I also copied Dwayne Stovall on it. And this was Monday morning. And in that letter, I, this, it's actually an email, um, but it says, This morning I'm writing, with, writing you with a heavy heart. Several years ago, I was speaking with someone about the greatness of America. And I said for the first time, you know, America can be the greatest country in the world. But if we aren't careful, 
this nation has the capability of becoming the worst evil the world has ever seen. Maybe we're already there. And those of us that are Christians are, have been naive or unwilling to admit it. Even though we've watched 50 million babies be murdered in the last 40 or so years, and we call it choice. You know, and there's some people that are going to get adamantly angry at me. I'm sorry. You know, I, it, whose choice was it? The, the baby didn't choose to be conceived. The baby didn't choose to ruin your life. The baby is just an innocent bystander that gets ripped to shreds in the horrible, horrible process of abortion. The ability to destroy the lives of anyone at any time exists in 70,000 pages of tyranny that helps murder those same children. You think you live in a free country. You do? A free country would be a place where you could actually own a piece of land. And not to have to pay anybody to live on it. You bought it. Why are we paying taxes to, to some group of people that may spend the money on something that I don't I never even agreed to? We have built an economy that is dependent on and thrives on usury. And some of you guys are oh, using that old word. Um, even the Muslims use that old word. But usury is evil, guys. Our entire economic system is built on it. We can't buy a house without it. We can't. We, we, we go buy televisions. We buy everything we buy. In fact, if I just pull the dollar out of my pocket, I mean, that thing's based on usury. It's a note. It's backed by the, the claims paying ability of the United States Treasury and the Federal Reserve note. How many people even know what the thing Federal Reserve is? How many people know that they purposely pu push the prices of stuff up so that they can have a centrally planned economy continue to work? Why is it that I've got clients that, that come in, to they, they want to retire, but yet they have to invest their money in the stock market, they have to buy bonds. The safest investment of all is usury. Really? You think that works out well in the future? But – They've got to take it, and you look at um, little sheets of paper that say, well, if you invest this way, you have a 68% chance of not running out of money before retirement. I don't like those odds a whole lot. But who even, who even made those guys right? So basically, you got to get lucky. Why don't we just go down to uh, MGM or we can go to, uh, we can go to Caesars and, and start rolling the dice? Because that's what you're doing. That's what we're doing. And the reason you have to do it is because people are purposely – you can have a million dollars in the bank. Assume that bank will actually let you take the money out unless you live in Greece. And if you don't invest that money into something, it becomes worth less. Why? Why do we allow BS like this to happen? Because we're naive. We're so busy running all over the place trying to live this quote-unquote American dream that puts us in traffic – Every day for a lot of people throughout America, but you're in traffic for hours upon hours away from the people whom you love the most to give them that American dream. Sounds more like, to me like an American nightmare, but we've built an economy that is dependent on and thrives on usury and, and millions of our brothers and sisters are now slaves to that system. 
our industry, I'm speaking of the financial planning industry, as you as you know, and I'm writing this to David, promotes usury as the safest of all investments when investing conservatively. And I believe the day will soon be upon upon us when we are literally persecuted for our faith. You know, the, there's been the uh, the the great um, everybody on Facebook, uh, not everybody, a lot of people on Facebook now have their little rainbows on on their on their screens and they're celebrating um, homosexual marriage. First of all, why the hell did you have to go to Congress to make make living with another person legal? Why we put it in there? Why we even put it in their hands? But at the same time, and it's the same the same people that are speaking of tolerance, how tolerant are they going to be? How tolerant were they of the people in I think it was Arizona or Colorado or somewhere that because of their devout Christian beliefs, didn't want to bake a cake for a gay wedding. Why the hell can't you just go down the street to somebody else and have them bake the dang cake? Why is it that uh, uh, people in Indian, I think it was a pizza shop in Indiana, were almost put out of business because they didn't want to host, I think it was a, a, like a gay, uh, a gay couple's little party. Dude, you can't find another place to do it. So, in the name of tolerance, you have become more intolerant. What are we going to do at some point in time when, when because of law and nine gods on the, the, that, we, that have become the most powerful people in America said that, that um, um, homosexual marriage is legal, what happens when the pastor refuses to perform a ceremony for a homosexual couple? What happens? Are they arrested? Am I am I going to be called out for hate speech? Because look, I I'm as much of a sinner as anybody else. You know, there's plenty of places where people like to call out the homosexual activity as as uh, being a sin, but they don't. They have the plank in their eye, and they can't see the lives that they've lived in heterosexual sin. Look, I understand. I know that it's tempting. I, I know that that I am human, and, and being human, I have desires, and the chains are taken free, like Chris Tomlin was singing in the song, when we don't give in to those temptations. It sounds like that the God's putting all these restrictions on us, but folks, we we serve a God that loves. And if you're not receiving love from someone that calls themselves a Christian, it doesn't mean they have to accept your your way of life, but they should still love you. They shouldn't persecute you. As a Christian, we shouldn't persecute anyone. We have our Lord and Savior said if someone wants to if someone slaps you on, on one cheek, turn the other cheek. Let them keep slapping you. The way that we actually beat break some of this down is with love. It's not with hatred. I mean, haven't we seen hatred throughout the Middle East for the last few years where people's heads are being cut off because they don't want to believe a certain way? Are we going to become, as Christians, no better than them? You know, I continue to write, um, almost every law of God is mocked, and many of the laws of this nation are in direct contrast with the laws of God. Each of the deadly sins are promoted. And prevalent throughout wrath. Look at Baltimore, Ferguson, and now trending 
over the hatred of a stupid damn flag. And there's people who get mad. You called it a stupid flag. I'll call the other one, the other one with the stars or stripes on there, just to, just as heinous as that one with the with with the crosses on the top of a General Lee. Because under that other flag, slavery was made legal in these United States. Under that great that great document that so many people hold up as almost almost as if it's a it, it's was written by prophets and it was written by folks. They made it legal to own another human being. You know, we can we can look at this. But wrath, wrath. That's one of the seven deadly sins. Greed. Need I need I expand on that one? Need I expand on that one? Why? We have all become slaves to this user of society because we want his stuff. We've made ourselves slaves, but the entire economy itself depends on it. It depends on our greed. And our greed many times has put us in that car for two and a half hours to and from work to be away from our family so we can make a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars. And you know, even if you didn't get yourself into that situation, you still gotta go because you bought a piece of property that, that somehow the state, the city, the, the county, whoever it is, thinks that they owe, that you owe them a piece of uh, uh, of your your wealth just to live on the land. But we've got uh, greed, pride. Maybe this is one that has allowed the U.S. to become the evil that it is because we, we have become so proud that we don't pull back and look with humility at what we're doing. I spend time talking with folks. And I, uh, it was actually on the other show that I was on, and we were talking about what's going on in the Middle East. And I've said this on this show before that um, you know we, we hear people say, well, we just need to send our – we, we need to just blow them away. Well, who are you blowing away? Are you blowing away? You, you think we should we should just turn the whole Middle East into a sheet of glass? Really? You know, there are Christians over there. And, and there's plenty of people over there that, um, you know, they're just trying to live their lives. You know, we, we, and on top of that, the people making those comments what if it's your son that we're sending over there? What if it's your daughter that we're sending over there who have to come back and live with the images of, of, of watching people die? You know, we, we sit here and we talk about the evil of Saddam. We talked about the evil of Saddam Hussein. Interesting. We helped put him in power. We armed him. We took him out. We opened a vacuum for radical Islam to persecute Christians throughout the Middle East. And we wanted to do the same thing. And people said, well, that was Bush. Well, you know, it's Obama too. Because they wanted to go and do the same thing in Syria to take out Bashar al-Assad. Now, I don't know Bashar al-Assad, but I know he's not a very good guy. But he is one of the reasons why the Christians of Syria are not necessarily being persecuted, having their heads cut off. And we will... We will sit there and say, oh, we got that terrorist. You know, in Yemen, there was, there was hundreds of people that were killed at a wedding party because we got that terrorist. And then we wonder why they hate us. If you come into my town and we're at a wedding party and there's a terrorist amongst us and you kill the terrorist, but you kill my kids at the same time, I'm going to be a little pissed. 
And you know, folks, these are the little things that I don't I don't know why we can't stop and think about. You know, if if I say something negative towards uh, um, certain people who we revere in history, um, if I say something about our, our founders, yeah, you know, let's go with this one. And this one, if you get mad, you got to stop and think. One of the complaints that we had of Obamacare was that it was written in secret. And we had to actually pass it to know what was in it. What if I told you the Constitution is the same thing? People went from different states um, when the Constitution was written to, to Independence Hall, it says in Philadelphia, under the, under the idea that they were going to amend the Articles of Confederation. In secret, they got there. In fact, some people left. They had to do this more than once to write the Constitution that we have today. And I'm not saying it's not a good piece of, uh, um, of, of law or, or whatever it is because there's a lot of positives to it. But folks, it was written in secret. There were people, and I'm willing to bet at that time, most people didn't even, they woke up one day to a new set of laws and a new government. They didn't even know it. But if, if we start to talk about those things and learn about the, the past, you know, that's why history is important because we can learn from those same mistakes. What if I actually told you that one of the greatest, the greatest, uh, the great emancipator, actually was not really interesting in ending slavery. He was just keeping the union together. That he actually has writings, and maybe I'll just post those up there for you one day on the Facebook page, that talks about how when the war ended, that we should maybe take those people who are slaves and, and, and we can create, we're creating a white utopia. How many people know that the, the uh, um, Constitution of Oregon, when it was initially ratified, didn't allow black people to move to the state? But see, we can go back and we fight all those fights, and, and it gets us nowhere. We can sit here and say, let's kill all white people, kill all black people, and in the end, we just wind up with a bunch of dead people. But folks, we're going to continue to talk more about this. I had planned on playing one song, but um, we're not going to play it because I'm going to end this show with an instrumental of a song that, that gives me goosebumps every time I hear it. And I hope you'll take that time to reflect. But we're going to go to a break right now. And when we get back, we'll continue this discussion. And, um, you know, for what it's worth, we're going to have that common sense discussion that I had with, uh, we're going to continue to do this for the next five weeks that Nathan Jett and I had. And get people to stop think. Stop and think. Quit hating. Quit hating people because someone tells you to hate. Quit thinking that you're going to change the world by electing a new president or what I'd like to call our, our new elected king. That's how you wind up with tyranny, folks. That's how you wind up with people following blindly someone like Hitler. We're going to go to a break. Um, we're not going to end this show in a negative fashion because we, we do have hope. But um, we're going to go to this break for now, and we'll get back. We'll talk some more, and uh, we'll end the song. I mean, end the, the show with, with a song that I, I hope you will take the time to reflect on it because there is no singing that goes on. See you in a minute. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com What can you find on Get Real Radio? Well, quite honestly, who you really are. 
Join host James Robinson each week for a program designed to reveal more about yourself and your world through words of wisdom and profound guests. You'll discover more about the spiritual movement and how it can work with you and alert you to problems you may not be aware of. It will educate, titillate, and enlighten your mind. Get Real Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This could end up being the best time of your week. Listen for Trust Across America every week on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in as host Jordan Kimmel is joined by national experts in the fields of accounting, finance, organizational behavior, and sustainability, as well as companies that are applying strategies that are enabling them to be recognized as doing the right thing by the American Trust Awards. Your host Jordan Kimmel is himself a trusted professional with years of experience in applying strategies and consulting with today's leading firms. Trust Across America is heard Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the final segment of the Mickey Ellison Show. And if there's two of you still listening, I guess Justin's still listening because he has to because he's got to know when I want to play a song. But uh, if you are still there, um, we talked we talked a little bit about hatred of the Confederate flag, the craziness that's going on, the evil, how somehow, some way, um, a, a Jordan, whatever his name was, or what was his, what was his name, um, Dylan Roof goes into a church. Guns down nine people. They happen to be black, and somehow, some way, we are now having fights about Confederate flags. And we talked about uh, talked a little bit about freedom. Uh, we, we might hit that one a little bit more right now. Um, let's talk about freedom. What freedom do you really have? You have the freedom that people that these people who write the laws and rules let you have. You know what? What my mom asked me was, or told me, is I needed to relax. It was hard to relax. And I think really the reason I found out. I figured out that I, I'm having trouble relaxing because I, I, I have one foot in, one foot out. And I found a book, um, just typing that into Google, um, that uh, um, I'm going to read the whole thing at some point. I've only read a few pages, but it's by a guy named Sean S. Grandstaff. I don't know who he is. And he says, I'm tired of being a hypocrite, naked Christianity in a demoralized democracy. And I heard someone one time before say that, uh, you know, or seeking truth. And when you find it, it will set you free, but it may make you miserable before it does. And um, there's actually a, a quote by Arthur Schopenhauer, I don't know how to say that, uh, from like the eight, 1800s, that wrote, some, wrote something that's in this book, um, I'm Tired of Being a Hypocrite. It says, all truth passes through three stages. First, it is ridiculed. Second, it is violently opposed. Third, it is accepted as, as being self-evident. Um, when I talk to people about the craziness of our financial system, they think it's crazy. You know, the the person who probably um, received the most, the the biggest award of being crazy was a guy named Ron Paul. 
Most of us looked at him as being crazy. And we looked at him, uh, and, and we, we don't stop to think why it is, why is it that I, I, I have to go visit um, in a free country? I've got to invest my money in a way that I might lose all of it in order to keep up with the inflation that's created by a group of people on purpose to help grow the economy so that we can have a centrally planned economy and it all work together. And somehow these people playing God aren't going to make mistakes that wind up causing a catastrophe. And, and a catastrophe, folks, is coming. We're seeing parts of it in Greece right now. We're in a world that is drowned with debt. We're in um, – we have individuals that are drowning in debt. We're – in fact, we're actually having governments sit there and, and – Selling it as a as a means of convenience of why we need to go to a cashless society. If we go to a cashless society, and you're in Greece, hmm, that don't work out very well. Um, and they haven't gone to cashless society, but they might as well because they're being limited as to how much they can get out. If I uh, if I make a ten thousand dollar or more deposit into a, into a bank, I have to report it. Why? Why? Why do we have to do that? So. You think you're living freedom when you actually live in slavery, and most of us are going to be slaves to debt for, for the rest of our lives. Even if we are not um, slaves personally, it's because of, of people who have, have spent money that wasn't theirs um, running governments. But you know, let's not get uh, – <laughs> it's hard not to get depressed when we talk about this. And, um, but, but what happens as I think that uh, um, having one foot in, one foot out makes you miserable. And having one foot in an industry that I know that um, it has has the ability to to bring misery on people. Um, let's go through the the article that or, or the letter that I written because I touched on the seven deadly sins: wrath, greed, pride, blind pride, which is what a lot of us have. Lust, you know, lust is one that is all around us. So all you got to do is turn on TV. And and you can watch what I didn't put this. I put this bluntly in the email, so I'm gonna say it bluntly. Now. You turn on TV to watch the sluts promoting Viagra and Salas while trying to enjoy a baseball game with my kids. Sloth. Many are good at pointing out those that feed off the welfare system, but very few point out the the sloth of many of the rich that created a system that allowed laziness and the ability to become rich off of usury, off the misery of others. Envy. It's all around all around us. Covetousness. And that, that's probably what, what's uh, driving some of the folks that uh, um, are still hung up on their, their ancestors being slaves years and years ago because they're envious of what some other person might have. Um, you sit here and you, you want to call us out and say we hate. You're the one that's hating. You're calling for the death of all white people. You're the one that hates. Um, gluttony. Yeah, that may be why in the ministry, the road to complete fitness, we actually need to have the fitness part of it because we're we're surrounded by people who are severely obese and look for easy ways through medication, through surgeries, all these things to get rid of the weight. When dude, all you gotta do is eat freaking less. Ninety percent of us we just eat less. We'll get in better shape. But then I wrote on. I said, what are we to do about all this? As Christians, we have to wake up and continue to wake as many as we can. No matter what happens, Christ wins. And he is why we can move without fear, to live as Christ and to die as gain. While on earth, community is the answer. And I still believe, I still believe that is where the dollar a day campaign comes into play. Every person that is shackled to debt will be subject to slavery at some point. If billions join us in this fight, we unshackle people from the burden of debt. 
but more importantly, we build a community of believers that can come together for a common purpose. It's very likely, and I believe, that the technology already exists to make it very difficult for us to live outside of the system, especially if one is in debt. Somehow, some way, this concept needs to be introduced to every church in this country. Let them reject it or not. But we have to introduce it to every person because we have the ability to eliminate debt in such a way that it, it, it just it just disappears. It just disappears. I'm actually at a loss of words right now. Um, so what I'm actually going to do is I was going to end the, the segment with, with a song, but I'm going to go ahead and let um, – Justin play that song and it's Amazing Grace and it is just the lyrics of the song and hopefully you'll enjoy that when we come back we'll talk for just a minute because I don't want to leave this show as a downer I want it to I want us to understand that uh, um, there is hope and if we come together we can we can create hope and we can share hope and we can change the world so Justin if you would play Amazing Grace for us
We are we're going to be celebrating this weekend Independence Day, and what are we celebrating? Do we feel independent? Do we feel the hatred that's going on through America? Are we going to love? Are we going to are we going to help people to reach freedom? Freedom of hatred, freedom of being persecuted, freedom from all from all fear. One of the ways we're going to do that is continuing to free people from the burden of debt. And um, in five weeks, when the show finally comes to an end, that's when we get real and we start getting out individually on the streets to talk to people about what I believe is a concept that not only changes the world of people in debt, but it changes the world in general and makes it a better place. Hope you've enjoyed the show this week. We'll see you next week. so much for joining us on the mickey ellison show mickey plans to be here again next wednesday morning at 8 a.m pacific time 11 a.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel we hope you'll be here too thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america variety channel For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.